This is Stanley bringing you the sound doctrine of the Bible. Under God, I conducted sound doctrine seminars in 1997, 2007, and 2012. The talks of these seminars are now made available to you in segments. These days, unfortunately, there is an overemphasis on the grace of God and of man's responsibility. So I am going to spend some time with you dealing with that particular evil. Now, grace of God does not relieve us from all our responsibilities. Grace of God is apart from us. We cannot add anything to the absolute grace of God. But grace does not release us from all our human responsibilities. That is what Apostle Paul was trying to teach in 2 Corinthians 6th chapter. Look at the first verse. We then as workers together with God also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. Here the apostle indicates a possibility of receiving the grace of God in vain. I am going to give you seven areas where there is an overemphasis on the grace of God and of man's responsibility. Number one, grace saves us. Already we have seen that verse, Ephesians 2nd chapter 5 and 8. We are not saved by works, but we are saved by faith, by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. So what is our first responsibility here? Therefore, never, ever, boast of your salvation or your spirituality. Look at the ninth verse. Lest anyone should boast. Don't despise those who are not born again. Don't despise those who do not repent of their sins and come to Jesus. Because your salvation is not of yourself. If only it is of you, you can boast, see, I repented and I got salvation. You did not repent, so you don't get salvation. So you will start despising. But salvation is a gift that God gave you. One day John Wesley with his preaching associates was going to a crusade. And there he saw a man who was drunk, dragged by the policeman on the dusty streets. And he stood there. He began to sob and weep and shed tears. His preaching associates were wondering what was happening. They all had their Methodist gown and cassettes. They were all going with all their dignity. But this man suddenly stops in the middle of the street and he starts crying like a little child. And you know what he said? 
Looking at that man who was tracked by the policeman, he said, There goes John Wesley, but for the grace of God. If only God's grace had not been there, there goes John Wesley, but for the grace of God. Clap your hands, beloved. This is the understanding of God's grace. Grace saves us. Therefore, do not ever boast. Not only that, don't fall from grace. How can you fall from grace? Turn with me to the book of Galatians, 5th chapter. Look at the 4th verse. You have become estranged from Christ. You who attempt to be justified by law, you have fallen from grace. What does it mean? Any day, your acceptance and standing before God is not because of your piety, it is not because of your prayer, it is not because of your sincerity. Never ever believe that lie. Your acceptance and standing before God is because of the sheer grace of God. Never ever think that if you pray for one another, God keeps both the hands wide and embraces you tightly. But if you pray for only 10 minutes, He's only holding His hands like you and standing up. That is a religion of law. That is not a religion of grace. And here Paul very categorically he said, Anyone who tries to be justified and enjoy God's standing by his standing before God by law, he has fallen from grace. You try to please God or think of his acceptance on the basis of your goodness, you have fallen from grace. Grace saves us. Therefore, do not frustrate the grace of God. That's what we have in book of Galatians 2nd chapter. If I build again those things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. And he says in verse 21, I do not set aside the grace of God. In other words, if you believe in the grace of God, start boldly preaching the grace of God to people. That is called the gospel of the grace of God. And another thing that you must do if you are saved by grace, turn with me to the book of Hebrews, 13th chapter. We'll read verses 8 and 9. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. Therefore, don't be carried about with various and strange doctrine. It is good that the heart is established with grace. So don't go after novel doctrines. If you know that you are saved by the grace of God, stand there, stand firm. That's the foundation. Don't go after novel doctrines because the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ does not change. 
just like Jesus also does not change. Grace saves us. Therefore, do not ever boast. Do not despise other people. Do not fall from grace by thinking that your acceptance is on your performance. Do not frustrate the grace of God in your preaching. Do not go after novel doctrines. That is the first lesson. Grace saves us. Number two. Grace teaches us sanctification. Turn with us to the book of Titus and second chapter. We'll read verses 11 and 12. The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It teaches us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly and righteously and godly in the present age. Grace teaches us sanctification. Therefore, live soberly and alertly in this world. Second Corinthians first chapter. Look at the twelfth words. Our boasting is this, the testimony of our conscience that we conducted ourselves in the world in simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God and more abundantly towards you. Grace teaches us sanctification. Therefore walk in simplicity and godly sincerity. And come to book of Romans 5th chapter. We'll read verse 20. The law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. Where sin abounded, grace abounded. So what does it mean? 6th chapter, first words. Because grace is abounding where sin is abounding, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. See? See, don't take advantage of the grace. You know, so clearly the apostle is developing this logic. Beloved, one thing we should understand, grace gives us liberty but grace does not give us license to sin. Now turn with us to the book of Jude and look at the fourth verse. Certain men have crept in unnoticed who long ago were marked out for this condemnation, ungodly men who turned the grace of our God into licentiousness. It's a false doctrine because there is grace, because grace is abounding, because grace is overshadowing. There are some people who enter back doors and they say, grace is a license to sin. Don't bother about it. Hebrews 12th chapter, 14th and 15th verses. Pursue peace with all men and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Looking diligently, lest anyone should fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many may become defiled. 
so if you are not interrelating properly for, with your brothers and sisters and your people in the society then you will be losing the grace of god according to this particular verse james 4th chapter and 6th verse he gives more grace therefore he says you see god gives more grace that is his initiative therefore he says god resists the proud but gives grace to the humble so beautiful does not say humble yourself to receive the grace of god first the apostle says god gives more grace therefore you humble yourself before god so that you may continue to receive that grace become humbler and humbler and humbler become humbler in 2012 than what you were in 2011 what you were in 2002 you become humbler in 2012 become humbler do not become haughtier Now sometimes unconsciously we think oh those days i was just like that but i know things now i want to be careful in the name of smartness don't get into the trap of pride you know there is a very fine line between this shrewdness and this smartness so we need to humble ourselves humble ourselves humble ourselves if people want to walk over us let them walk over us so what nothing will happen shall i tell you something cheating is sin to be cheated is not sin <laughs> always understand this cheating is sin to be cheated is not sin <laughs> you know these are also maxims we should let him cheat let him just manipulate it's okay i will remain simple and humble and sincere and mind my business i'll keep going because to him who humbles himself god gives more grace so these are all various aspects of the grace for sanctification live soberly live with simplicity and sincerity don't continue in sin that grace may abound don't consider grace as a license to sin maintain holiness in your relationships otherwise root of bitterness will spoil the grace of god in your life because god gives more grace become humbler and humbler we'll go to point number 3 first grace saves us number 2 grace sanctifies us thirdly grace helps us in temptation turn with us to book of hebrews fourth chapter look at the 14th and 15th verse seeing then we have a high priest who has passed through the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold fast our confession 
Therefore, in 16th verse we read, Come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Here comes an encouragement. Ayo, this type of temptation to me at this time of my Christian life, at this time of my maturity and growth, should I get into this type of temptation? Don't ever worry over the type of temptation. That is why the Bible says, come boldly, without any apprehension, come boldly into the throne of grace. Because that is a throne of grace. Usually, for kings, it is a throne of majesty. But for our Lord Jesus Christ, it is a throne of grace. So you run to him. Whatever may be the type of temptation, you run to him. Without any apprehension. Without any hesitation. Without any confusion. Freely run to him. There he will help you to overcome. Then there is a promise in the book of Romans 6, chapter 14, to verse. Sin shall not have dominion over you because you are not under law, but under grace. And in the 13th verse we read that we must keep our body surrendered to God. When you do that, grace is there that will keep you from falling into temptation. We'll continue our study in the next segment. God bless you.